0: so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. You are listening to Amplified Impact, and I'm so excited to have Kate House here. She is a mama of two boys in the daytime. And at night, she is jamming out her podcast, Life by Design. She is also a self-love coach and a mindset coach, which is so beautiful because those of you that have been here for a while know that this was my evolution and where I started gradually going into business coaching, which, you know, I feel like it's one and the same inner growth reflects outer growth. But Kate, we are so excited to have you here today. Thank you.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I have been so looking forward to this time together.
0: Amazing. So share with us, like, how was the transition from entrepreneur to motherhood back into entrepreneur? And how did you transition? Because I know you're farther along in your motherhood, journey than I am, but would love to hear how you did it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's really kind of funny because I was I was working more of a traditional nine to five when I had my oldest and he was home with me for about three months and then he went into daycare and I went back to work and we got pregnant with my second pretty quickly. And when I was pregnant with him, I knew I was like, I really want to be home with with the boys. Um, when our, our second was born, I was like, I, I really want to treasure this time. That just like felt like the right decision for me. It was actually a surprise to me. I, I didn't think I wanted to be like a stay at home mom. Um, but my heart was like, it was on my heart to do. And so I I started staying home with them. But very quickly, I realized like, I still had this creative like bug. Like I I wanted to be creating, I wanted to be learning. I had already been a health coach at that point and a yoga instructor, but I really wanted to grow something of my own. So I actually kind of started my real entrepreneurial journey um, when my second was born. And I, you know, it's funny because I look back and I'm like, oh man, if I had started before I had kids, I had so much more time. Um, but there was something about pouring so much of myself into these little humans that I love so much. But then I still wanted my sense of self and my sense of identity and a sense of purpose outside of motherhood too. And so in a way my motherhood journey actually really uh, like started my my uh, entrepreneurial journey and made it that much richer and deeper because I had to be really purposeful. So I've I've built my podcast. I started it when my youngest was I think just about a year old. Um, and I only spend a handful of hours a week growing my podcast and, and coaching and teaching. Um, so I've had to be really purposeful because I have those little pockets of time. Um, but I think it's kind of a gift because it allows me to just be really focused on what matters and to let go of a lot of those outside validation or things like that. Like I just have to go at my own schedule and my own pace. And that's kind of been a really beautiful gift.
0: Yeah. I love what you, I love so much what you say about the intentionality with your time, because as a mother, we really do have to focus where we put our time. But even if you're not a mother learning how to prioritize your time and what you do with time as an entrepreneur is so important. And I'm curious for you, like, what is it that you're doing right now in your life to grow your podcast, your reach in your business in those micro moments?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. So for me, the the biggest thing is, being consistent. And so I've actually shifted my work hours to the morning. So I I work from six to 8am every morning. And I'm really fortunate. My husband works from home and he starts work at eight. And so I wake up at five in the morning. I spend about an hour with myself, like kind of waking up, drinking some coffee, you know, coming, coming awake, waking up and being present in my body. And then for the next two hours, I come down to my workspace and I just work for two hours. And it's how I start my day. And I have the, like my best creative energy is available at that time. And, and the thing I love about that is I'm showing up consistently and I'm doing the work at the front end of the day. So then when I am with my boys, the rest of the day, I can be really present with them because I'm not thinking like, oh, I need to send this email or I want to send this pitch or what have you. Um, it's already done. And I already have my to-do list for the next day written out. And I just have to be really content with that. Um, but yeah, in terms of growth, I mean, a lot of it is is connecting with fellow podcasters like you and guesting on other shows. And, and I love this idea of a rising tide lifts all boats. So as you and I guest on one another's shows, and we share it with our communities, we can have more impact and more connection, right? And things just kind of grow organically from there. So that's been my approach, like in this season of life.
0: Oh, it, yeah. And it's so beautiful too, when we look at our business as like connecting with other people and how we can grow together. Mm-hmm. Something on Amplified Impact that I talk about a lot is it just takes one ripple to make a wave and an impact in someone else's audience. And then being able to co- cross pollinate each other's audiences mm-hmm. and also see how like, growth is something that happens with consistency, which is something that you really spoke of. And it's like finding your creative time. And Mm -hmm. one thing that you didn't speak about was like still having this creative drive. And I think being a mother really sparks this ability for you to create your life or create your business because you just created a child. And it's like, how can I show up and fill my heart and my my passion, but also be the best mother that I can. Mm -hmm. And it's these micro moments where it's like, where is my peak hours so that I can be present with my kids? And something that I do is I work in the morning and I work in the evening around his peak hours. And then a little bit here and there when he's napping Mm -hmm. and you're going to find like what works for you as being a stay at home mom. It's like, I couldn't just be a stay at home mom because I desire to create and to grow and be a better human. And I'm sure that you can relate. I know that something you speak on a lot is like growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Do you want to speak a little bit on how that's showing up? in So how does that show up in motherhood?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think mindset for me, mindset is, is huge. I like to think of mindset. Like if I had to kind of give like a visual for like what is mindset and then like why is it so important um, because for me it's so foundational I like to imagine like when I was a kid I had terrible eyesight I've had LASIK since then I can see it's very exciting <laughs> but when I was a kid I was like the very first child in my first grade class with glasses like I couldn't see anything and I have all these memories growing up every year. I needed like a new prescription. My eyes just kept getting worse. And I would sit down in the doctor's chair and they put this, um, it's kind of like contraption in front of your eyes and has all these different lenses. And they're trying to figure out what your new prescription is. So they're like, clicking from one to the other and they're like, is this better or is this better? And eventually you find the prescription where you're like, oh, I, I can read the letters in front of me now. And that's kind of what I think of when I think about mindset. It's there's so many different mindsets that you can adapt. There's a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. There's one of abundance. And on the other end of that spectrum would be scarcity. There's all these different ways of thinking about it. And it's kind of like those lenses at the eye doctor office where you're like, which one of these serves me really well. And for me, a growth mindset is huge because if a mindset exists on a spectrum or a continuum where one end has a growth mindset and the other end has a fixed mindset, then we know that we're, we're never going to be a totally 100% one or the other. We're always going to land somewhere in between. And for me, that's really important. I'm like, I jokingly say I'm a recovering perfectionist and I used to have a lot of like all or nothing thinking. Like I either succeeded or I failed. Like it either went well or I felt like I crashed and burned. And and there, I left myself very little room to practice showing myself grace and being kind to myself. And with a growth mindset, I've really learned to approach life as like this big experiment. Like I'm committed to showing up and doing the work. Like when it comes to my podcast and growing my business, like I show up and I do these two hours early in the morning every day. And like, if I didn't have my little ones to watch, I probably wouldn't start my work day until like 8am. But like you have to work with the season that you're in. And I tell myself like during these two hours, I'm going to do the best that I can. And even when I, I I run into things in the past that maybe would have felt like a failure, I'm able to, with a growth mindset say, well, what did I learn from this? And like, what did go well? Like let's celebrate the things that went well and not just focus on where I feel like I quote fell short. Right. And so this growth mindset allows us to be more flexible. It allows us to really, grow and learn for the sake of growing and learning. Um, And it it allows you to really let go of with a fixed mindset. It's very much like you want to get a hundred percent or, or you just totally bombed. Even if you got like 98% of something, right. You feel like you fail because you didn't get a hundred percent. And I mean, I don't know anybody in life who can get a hundred percent all the time. (laughs) And so for me having that growth mindset, it's helpful with my business, but it's also helpful with raising a family, right? Like kids have their own unique personalities, their own way about going through life. Like one of my sons is very intellectual. He loves thinking he's always asking questions. Um, and my other son's super physical. Like he, he would run and jump on the trampoline and ride his bike all day long. And with a growth mindset, you, 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 are more flexible. You're, you're, able to, to be more adaptable um, and things don't have to go perfectly to plan. Um, it allows you to, to kind of adapt as you go.
0: Oh, you said it so beautifully too, especially being an entrepreneur. I think looking at the growth mindset as like it's not always, if ever going to be perfect, but it's like, <laughs> what did I learn from this experience? Like, for example, a failed launch, right? Like, yeah, yeah maybe the launch didn't go the way you desire, but what did you learn from that launch So the next time it happens? You can do it again. Or I think about us as podcast hosts, we're not always going to be perfect when it comes to recording a podcast or interviewing our guests. But every single time we learn something new, like the lighting, if you do video and the recording, if you do audio and you're in a, in a room that has a, a slight echo or, you know, yep. I, right now you guys, you guys can't see this, but I'm looking at her mic. It's like, how did I set up my mic? And every single opportunity, every single thing that we experience is an opportunity to look at how we can grow. Mm -hmm. And as an entrepreneur, that is such a staple for success, because you're going to be going up and down mountains and valleys. And sometimes you're in the valley learning what didn't work and all the things that went wrong. But if you are like us, um, perfectionists, you know, we learn how to let go of the perfection. There's always going to be an email that the LinkedIn work the emails go out before they were supposed to go out you know we miss a call because it was on an old calendar all the things you know all the yeah. things that can happen <laughs> as an entrepreneur and rather than thinking that everything is going to go right like I just say like that's what happens with a te- technological business you know <laughs> yeah. like these things <laughs> these things are expected and I think for me like I, my son's at nine months old almost mm-hmm. just being able to witness like how being an entrepreneur has helped me to be a mother mm-hmm. and how being a mother has helped me to be an entrepreneur. And in that, like be a freaking human. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing. I think about all of us accepting like, okay, we're never going to be a hundred percent growth mindset or fixed mindset. We're going to fall somewhere in between. And typically with like a fixed mindset, folks are thinking like, well, I'm born with a set of abilities that I have, and that's all I have to work with. Whereas with a growth mindset, it's more about, okay, maybe I don't know how to do this, but I can learn how to, I can apply myself. I can keep trying and I can kind of figure it out as I go. Um, I, I run a monthly women's group, group coaching program. And I jokingly say that the first year I felt like I was building an airplane that was already flying. <laughs> like I was like well, we're doing this. And so, like you said, you know, like an email goes out and you're like, man, that link wasn't correct. Right. <laughs> or like, you know, something has to get rescheduled or what have you. And with a, a fixed mindset, you're like, oh gosh, like, I'm just going to wipe my hands of this. We're going to have to start all over again. Or maybe it keeps you stuck in like analysis paralysis. You never actually take action. Um, Cause you're trying to make everything perfect before you start. And with a growth mindset, you're more committed to that, that growing along the process, which absolutely is true in motherhood as well. And it's more about saying like, okay, like, what can I learn from my last experience? Like, what is the lesson there? Um, And and the cool thing is, is like, it, it even ties in with like neuroplasticity, like, our brain is a muscle. <laughs> and so like the more we train ourselves to like instead of seeing like a roadblock, just seeing like a little road bump, like, okay, like we're gonna get over this or we're gonna like take a detour and we're still gonna get to the end result. Uh, maybe it just maybe we have to get creative in order to get there. And that's the cool thing I think with a, a growth mindset is you're you're not measuring yourself against this perfection yardstick. instead you're focusing on like how far have I come? And and what have I learned along the way, which I think is true for both being an entrepreneur, um, being a podcaster, and being um, a partner and a parent too.
0: Yeah, totally. And you know, I just went on a an adventure. We flew to Colorado, and there was turbulence. And I was like, "We're always gonna make it there." There's just sometimes turbulence along the way, and that doesn't stop the airplane from continuing to its mm-hmm. destination. So whatever it is that you're doing, this, this topic came to mind because I'm in the midst of launching my manifestation program. And oftentimes like we want to manifest something. And we think that hurdle that you just spoke of is like a roadblock, but actually it's just a little bit of turbulence. And on the Mm -hmm. other side of that is what you desire to manifest. And if you have like a fixed mindset, which is what I'm gathering from your concept, you know, around fixed and growth mindset is that like this hurdle isn't going to stop you. It's only going to allow you to continue on, but you grow along the way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, that's such a beautiful metaphor for it. Cause that's exactly right. Like the airplane is still going to get there. There just might be some bumps along the way. And so there are some things that we can do to, to try to shift ourselves towards that growth mindset. Uh, one of the first things that I'm sure this is something you teach on as well, Amber, is really challenging your limiting beliefs. So anytime you have a thought in your mind and you tell yourself like, well, I can't, or I'm not good at, or I'm I'm not the kind of person who, um, any of those, those it has a, a negative connotation to it. Um, I would encourage listeners to just start to create an awareness around that. Like for a long time, I told myself like, well, I'm not good at math. And that limited me in what classes I took in high school It limited the courses I chose to take in my, my, my next set of education in college. Um, it even kept me stuck from starting my business for a long time. Cause I was like, well, I can't start a business. I'm not good at math. <laughs> and then I was like, well, but am I not good at math? You know? And I was like, no, actually I am. I am okay at math. I'm good enough. And what I don't know, I can figure out and what I can't figure out, I can ask for help. Right. And so a lot of times we have to just start to create that awareness within ourselves and, and doing it from a place of self-love of kindness for ourselves. And those of us, especially who have have wrestled with those perfectionist tendencies, sometimes we can be our own harshest critic, right? We can be, we can talk to ourselves in a way that we would never talk to a friend, right? But for some reason we're hard on ourselves like that. And so instead of being um, harsh to ourselves, just starting to create that awareness of like, oh, I think I might be having one of those self-limiting beliefs. I, might, I think I might be telling myself I'm not good at something, but my thoughts aren't necessarily facts. They're just something that I can observe and then I can decide if it's true or not. Right. And so we create that awareness and just in creating that awareness, you're able to start shifting on that spectrum away from fixed and more towards that growth mindset.
0: Uh, yeah I love what you say about becoming aware of the thoughts and the limiting beliefs because oftentimes we don't even realize that it's our limiting thoughts that are stopping us like whatever it is in your life whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right Mm -hmm. so the moment that you bring awareness to your thoughts and that's a deep practice whether you're an entrepreneur or just a woman human living your life it's Awareness of your thoughts and the power that your thoughts have over the life that you're living and which ones you're feeding. So the practice of becoming aware of what you think Mm -hmm. and asking yourself, do I really believe that? Do I want to believe that? Do I want to feed that? And then you get to choose, right? Like you get to decide if that's something you want to believe in. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, if it's a thought that's holding you back, you don't want to think that, but you like, where did it come from? You know, Mm -hmm. is it a past experience? Is it something that your parents thought? Is it something that an ex-boyfriend or a partner told you? And then being able to give yourself full permission to love yourself enough to like, let it go.
1: Yeah. Put it down. (laughs) Release it. You don't want it.
0: (laughs) No. And right now we're recording this on the full moon, which is such a beautiful time for you to practice letting things go becoming aware of the limiting thoughts like especially if you're going to start a business whether you are just like I have an idea and I want to do it or you've been thinking about this idea you've been wanting to do it and you're like I don't know if I can because I'm not good at math yeah <laughs> is that is that true like there's many people that aren't good at math and you hire those things out you know it's like You can start a business and be terrible at math. That's why we have team, you know, team members, people that can help us look at those thoughts. And what would you tell someone, you know, that is just starting a podcast? Like how was your process with growth, fixed mindset and desiring to start a podcast? Like how did that creativity come forward and through what limiting thoughts came up for you? And maybe just the listeners, your journey of becoming a podcast host.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love that question. Thank you. I think for me, I, I mean, I love to talk. My like family has always teased me that I'm like such a ham and I like could talk to a wall <laughs> and I'm like, that's hilarious. Cause now I'm a podcaster and I literally face a wall and I talk all day, but for, for me, you know, it's funny. I, I've always had this heart for my podcast is the live by design podcast. And the whole idea is that we're living by design and not by default. And for me, I learned the value of, and what a gift it is to get to live my life um, at a really early age. My brother has, or had special needs and was nonverbal and a type one diabetic. And he was, he was just dealt a really hard hand in life. And he still showed up with so much joy and enthusiasm. And he, he worked so hard to communicate and connect with people. And I, so I learned at a really young age, like what a gift it was that I had, this healthy body that I live in. And I have the ability to speak, which my my brother had to learn sign language in order to communicate. Right. And so from this really young age, I saw what a gift it was to, to be who I am. And, and I didn't want to waste it. Right. I wanted to live by design and not by default. And I really carried that lesson with me throughout my life. And I shared lessons kind of around that when I was a yoga teacher and as a health coach and I just had this, I I love how you talked earlier about this ripple, right? Like one little ripple can start the wave. And I, I did a health coaching program that talked a lot about this ripple effect and how we can, we can touch one person and then we can help another person and we can support another. and, And it just grows from there, like ripples on a pond. And I was like, well, I'm coaching right now, but I can only support one, one client at a time. And at that time I could really only help three or four people at once just because of my schedule. And so I was like, well, maybe it's time to start a podcast. And I had this thought and I didn't really say it out loud to anybody. And then my best friend texted me out of the blue and was like, I think you should start a podcast. And I was like, okay, universe, I, I will do it. Um, And I'll tell you what, Amber, I was so nervous. And, and that's really where this growth mindset comes in is I I was nervous. I decided to like face my fear. And one of the ways that I like to face fear is just by learning more. So I was like a little intimidated by the tech. Like, I, I don't know what kind of microphone I need. Like, how do I even record? What program do I use? How do I edit? Like, editing felt really intimidating. Um, it, and all just the nitty-gritty of like getting on the podcast apps, like all of those things. And so I was like, you know what? Well, I'm a smart cookie, I'll take a class from somebody who's done this before and follow their formula. So there was a podcaster I, I listened to and I trusted. I took their course. It was like a $38 course. It was very inexpensive. And I took the course while nursing my youngest to sleep over the course of like two weeks. So I would nurse him at bedtime. I would read through this course. I would learn. And once he went to bed, I would implement that lesson. So I read the lesson about recording equipment and then I ordered my Yeti microphone and I read what kind of editing software to use. And I downloaded that software. Right. And so I took it step by step. I turned to people who knew more than I did who had been there before. And ultimately, the biggest thing was just kind of showing up and doing it scared. The funny thing is, I sat down to record my first like three podcast episodes in our I still remember it was we were in our old home. I was sitting in the basement, had my laptop out, had my pretty shiny microphone set up. I didn't set the input correctly. So the first three episodes I recorded with like the built-in mic on my laptop, which had horrible quality, but I was so proud of myself for just like showing up and trying and doing it. And I knew I wouldn't get the gumption up to try again. So I was like, I'm just going to use it, bad audio and all. And And it was a lesson. And you know what? I've never forgotten to set the input correctly since that day. And that's the lesson in it, right? Like you can have a moment like that and be like, oh, well, I already messed up. This isn't for me. Or you can listen to that calling on your heart, that desire you have, the creativity, the the message you want to share, which for me is all about encouraging women specifically to live with purpose, um, to let go of those feelings of overwhelm and get unstuck and really take action in the direction of their dreams. And I could have let that let me be stuck but instead i took the lesson from it and i've carried it with me ever since and so that's what my journey looked like i mean when i would sit down and record i don't know if you had this experience but i would like i'd get nervous i'd get like kind of sweaty i'm like i'm sitting here by myself why am i so (laughs) nervous and this beautiful thing happens when you show up and you do it scared is that you show up enough times and every time you get more and more comfortable. And then after you get comfortable, you start to get more confident. And then before you know it, you're reaching out to the Ambers of the world, asking if they want to come on your podcast. Right. And so it all just starts by, like we were saying before, showing up consistently. And a big thing to me is just doing things that are on like just the edge of your comfort zone, not so crazy hard, that like, I'm sure something that I do five years from now, current me would be like, you're crazy. That's, I can't, that's like so far outside my comfort zone. I can't even imagine that. But what if I did something that's like 4% out of my current comfort zone like that? I think I could muster enough gumption to do that. Right. Um, And then it builds. So that way, five years from now, whatever that big thing is that I, that I do in the future, that maybe would feel a little scary right now. Isn't scary because every day I'm taking one more step in that direction.
0: Mm, yes, yes, yes. We have so much in common. Like <laughs> I love to talk. I was I was told growing up, you just talk to hear yourself talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and here we are, right, recording podcasts. I love it. And I also love, I really, really love what you said about, like, the signs of the universe, like, getting that message from your friend. It's not only, like, you had this desire, but it was, like, this desire reinforced without you doing anything that, like, this was your calling. And when you get that message, listeners, it's scary. It's so scary because you know it's your next step. Mm-hmm. And that's equally exciting. Like, excitement and nervousness are the same emotion within the body depending on what you so talked about beautifully Kate was perception what is your perception of like recording without the input you know it's like oops, okay that means is it a sign I shouldn't do this it's like no it's a sign that like I'll never forget that again because of this imprint that it had on my body. I know where I was. I know the feelings when I hit record for the first time. And I know the feelings when I checked and realized I just recorded three episodes <laughs> and I did not. You know, it's like that feeling you get when you do a launch and you like host a master class for the first time and then emails all go out at once or the emails don't go out at all. It's like, this is what the journey is all about. And I think my takeaway with what you said like so many amazing points that you said is like showing up and doing it anyway is how you get to the other side turning what was once impossible into possible which is why I love being an entrepreneur coming from being a yogi because I remember what it was like to feel so uncomfortable in a yoga class complete beginner not knowing how to balance my left and right side to doing handstands into backbends into all the crazy things and being like wow like I never used to be able to do this and it's the same thing in the entrepreneurial world or starting a podcast or becoming a mother you get really good at what you were saying like nursing some people struggle to even nurse mm-hmm. and once you've done it it's like oh I can do that without even thinking of it. it's like driving and it's just when you show up and you're nervous and when you show up and you do it like a practice just like a yogi shows up and moves her body you build confidence from practice from consistency whatever it is in your life like learning to love yourself that's a practice where you show up having a business being a podcast host being a mother it's I think live by design is is such a beautiful thing because it's literally just practicing how to show up and and live your best life from a place of what you said. So beautiful, trusting your desires. Like not everyone wants to talk to a wall, (laughs) right? But it's like the message and the ripples that it makes like me and you being here right now, both mothers of a boy and boys and being podcast hosts and desiring to empower our clients to love themselves and to go after their dreams and to to live a life based on passion and purpose by following what our desire was, that calling to reach more people, to impact more lives, to live from home, being the best mom, but still being a human, right? Like back in the day, like our parents, our mothers, really, they were told to stay at home. And now as we're shifting that paradigm into you can have a passion project that's your business and be an amazing mom, we're setting the tone for our future children to follow their desires. Like my husband, he's a stay-at-home dad. And he doesn't want to do that forever, but he knows how important my business is to me mm-hmm. and like what it is, what it would mean for us to have a, a sitter in the home. Mm-hmm. And so I just think like everything you said was so beautiful for anyone listening to take away like follow your desire, follow your passion, follow your purpose, and know that you're going to grow along the way. And nothing Mm -hmm. is fixed. (laughs) Nothing is perfect, but it's messy, like being a human. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. I couldn't say it any better. Exactly. Right. And, and when we can learn to accept that it's going to be messy, then we stop trying to Put things in these boxes or trying to make it perfect, and instead we can just be like, "I am a human having a human experience, and I want to share these things with the world." And is it going to come out perfectly? Am I going to stumble over my words sometimes? Like it's like when you first learn to be a yoga teacher, and you're like, "Oh God, what are words? Like this yeah. is so, this is so hard," you know. And and you just you just keep showing up and you just keep doing it. And I think like the my biggest takeaway from this from this conversation and from the work that you and I get to do is the value of just showing up again and again and again. And th- and it might look different from one season to another, right? Like you're in a season right now where, you know, your husband's home full time. And then as your little guy gets older, like that continues to shift, right? And and I'm in a season where my kids are three and five. And so they need me a lot. And, and I can see a future a few years from now when they're a little bit more independent and I'll have a little bit more time for my work. Right. And letting ourselves be content where we are and still excited about where we're growing and just, just keep showing up friend. Cause like you can go incredible places. If you just keep showing up a little bit over and over and over again.
0: <laughs> mm, beautiful. Those of you listening, sweet, gentle reminder, keep showing up, do the thing that makes you a little bit nervous practice makes perfection <laughs> practice, <laughs> practice makes progress yeah and the more that you progress the more confident you become and the more perfect It is. It's like a plant that's slowly evolving into the beautiful bloomed flower. Mm -hmm. And that takes time and it's an art and just keep showing up. I love that message. And Kate, thank you so much for taking the time to share your wisdom and anyone listening, how can they plug in and find you?
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I love getting to have conversations like this. It's like My two favorite things of being a podcaster is getting to connect with other incredible podcasters and getting to connect with our community. So thank you so much. Yes. So um, I am on all the podcasting platforms, Live by Design podcast with Kate House just like a house, uh, is my podcast, and then you can find me over on Instagram at Miss Kate House. That's M S Kate House, because uh, there's another Kate House out there. <laughs> so I'm at Miss Kate House, and I have a free Facebook group. If you go to MissKateHouse.com/community, you'll be automatically redirected to our Facebook group, and it's just a really fun place to be and be surrounded by people who are choosing to live by design and not by default together. Because I mean, you know, it this isn't a path for the faint of heart, you have to be very purposeful, um, but it can also be a really joyful and gratitude filled journey. And I think it's just so much more rich when we get to walk alongside others who are who are choosing to to walk a similar path. So yes, thank you so, so much for letting me be on your show and to share this conversation. I feel like I'm learning from you in real time. So thank you so much.
0: Mm, Thank you, Kate. I'm going to drop your show note, um, drop your information into the show notes. And I look forward to chatting with you again. And I equally felt I got so much value out of the things that you shared and look forward to what the listeners have to say. If you're listening to this and you got value out of this, be sure to take a screenshot, tag Miss Kate House and Amber Hagberg. Let us know what really dropped resonated with you. And we'll see you on the next episode.